The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Welcome to 1002 with your host, Mike Baker, an opportunity to pray for the harvest and receive a nugget of truth from God's Word. Good morning and welcome to 1002. I'm so happy that you found us. I'm so happy uh, that you're listening. And just a reminder that this this podcast, 1002, the point is to pray for an unreached people group every day. Uh, we are called to the harvest. That We see that in the intro of 1002, Luke 102. We are called to this harvest and to go out with the gospel. And then also we just want to give you an encouragement from God's word, uh, just a nugget of truth. Um, I'm a pastor and the church that I pastor is walking through the Bible uh, a, a chronological Bible, so generally the, the nuggets of truth are just in some of the daily reading uh, that we're seeing as a church body, but sometimes we're, it's going to be from other aspects, but it's always going to be obviously from God's Word. And uh, this morning, just want to pray for the Mojahe people of China. Uh, they're a people group in China that's been around for 2,000 uh, plus years, 2,200 to be exact. They would have been around at the time of Christ. Uh, their population is, is now down to just 6,700 people, and they are 0% reached. Uh, they, to our knowledge, no one knows the gospel amongst these people. There are nomadic people, there are, there are farmers, but there's also those that live in urban settings. They don't really have one specific area that they live in, um, and, and they obviously would be very animistic and, and then also uh, following the customs of China, Buddhists, and, and different things like that. And so we just want to lift up the Mojahe people of China, that they would come to know the gospel. And uh, God, we thank you that you created them. We thank you uh, that they have a long history, God, and you tell us in scriptures, you promise us that all people groups, every tongue, tribe, and nation will confess you are Lord and will kneel. And so, Lord, we just pray that you will bring uh, some of the people from the Mojahe people to you. Lord, that you will rise up leaders amongst them, that you will speak to them in dreams and visions. Lord, that they would find your word and read it and recognize that you are the truth and you are the way and you are the life. Lord, that you would just call people to witness to them and to be missionaries to them and to learn different languages to speak to them. Lord, we just, we just we want these people to be a part of the harvest. We beg that. We pray for that earnestly, that you would bring this people group to you. God, we thank you that you will. You promise us you will. And we thank you that we will rejoice with them in heaven one day as part of our brothers and sisters in Christ. So this morning's devotion comes from Genesis 31, or sorry, 39, uh, just 21, 22, and 23. And it says, But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him steadfast love and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison put Joseph in charge of all the prisoners who were in prison. Whatever was done there, he was the one who did it. The keeper of the prison paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge because God was with him. And whatever he did, the Lord made it succeed. And uh, if you're not familiar with the story of Joseph, Joseph was one of Jacob's sons. He'd had dreams that his family would worship him and serve him. He shared that with his family. Even his dad was questioning that and kind of telling him to be quiet and made his brothers jealous. And they eventually sold him into slavery because they were tired of it. He rose to power in Potiphar's house. He was the head slave in charge of everything. Uh, he ran away from temptation, ran away from the owner's Potiphar's wife who falsely accused him. Uh, so he was thrown into prison unjustly, without a voice, without reason, without any reason. He was falsely accused, thrown into prison, and that's where we find him. And some of you might think, wow, this is a weird devotion. Why are we talking about a man in prison? Well, 
again, we, we live in a, a, an age in America, we live in this West where we have taught this idea of this prosperity gospel, right? That God blesses you, He gives you money, nothing bad will happen as long as you're doing the right things. And really, that's not what Scripture teaches. Scripture teaches that our life will be full of trials on hardships. Consider it pure joy, my joy, my brothers, when we face trials of many kinds, is what James tells us, the brother of Jesus who went through all kinds of trials. And here's Joseph. He's a slave. He's falsely accused. He eventually is a prisoner, right? He has, he has no rights. He has no voice. He has nothing. And yet God took care of him. God showed him steadfast love, it says in scriptures. God gave him favor. God was blessing him. And so even in Joseph's suffering and injustice, he was exactly where he needed to be and exactly where God wanted him to be. Because God had this bigger plan. God's plan was to use Joseph to save Egypt and the world around Egypt. And so if Joseph had been doing it his way, he would not be where God wanted to. And so God was preparing him. He was humbling him. He was showing him. He was teaching him to be a servant. He was showing him exactly what was going to happen. And he stayed in this prison, we know, for three years before he was elevated finally to this position of power amongst uh, Egypt and, and the rulers, and eventually the number two ruler in all of Egypt and saving the world from this famine that was coming. But God never forgot Joseph. He didn't have Joseph in the wrong place. Joseph wasn't not prospering because he did something wrong. God had Joseph exactly where he needed him. And he was teaching Joseph to completely rely on him. And in fact, we see that later on when Joseph names his sons. The very names of his son indicate that God has helped him forget his past and his sorrows and that God was still with him and did not forget him. And he, he names his sons to remember that. So we see that. So even though life may not be going the way you want it, even though you might not feel like you have the rights and the freedoms you deserve, you might exactly be where God wants you. We need to be quick to make sure that we put our faith above our nationalism and our patriotism, that we put our faith first and not get so caught up in our rights and our freedoms that we're actually not necessarily promised through the Bible. In fact, we're promised to be misunderstood. We're promised to be exiles. We're, we're promised to be persecuted. We're promised to face trials. We're not really promised to have freedom and rights as Christians. We're promised to have suffering. And in fact, when we suffer, it shows that we're doing something right because we're in a battle, we're in a war, and it's not against mankind, it's not against flesh and blood, but we're in this spiritual battle against the powers of this world, against Satan. And so as we call, call out on the name of God, as we share the gospel, as we do the right thing, the enemy will attack. So make sure that we're in the right battles. Make sure that we're fighting for the right things. Make sure that we recognize that God may have us exactly where He wants us, even though we may be suffering and even though it might not seem fair, but yet God is preparing you for something else. He's preparing you for the next season. He's preparing you for what we cannot see, but He can see. And He has you in the exact moment that He wants you. Remember that as you go through this week and this month and this year, as you get frustrated with life, that God has you where He wants you. He did not forget you. He did not abandon you. He still has that steadfast love for you, just like He did for Joseph. Now again, maybe there's something that you need to confess and let go of, and that's a totally different topic for a different podcast. But if you're walking with the Lord, He never forgets. He never abandons. He always loves you. And He has you exactly where He needs you for such a time as this. And we can learn this from Joseph and hopefully never forget that. I hope this encourages you. I hope that you have a day full of hope and you can look at this and reflect on this. I look forward to sharing with you more in our next podcast.
Hallelujah. 